Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome in to the podcast. Before we get going, got to talk about our great sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Hockey season's over for the Blue Jackets, but drinking season is still continuing for us. Is that correct, Kyle? It's drink, drink season. <laughs> it's drink, drink season. And you can drink at a fine establishment, Grandview, Ohio, High Bank <laughs> Distillery. Was this a good ad read? <laughs> I'm having a great time. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> highbankco.com for more details. Hey, this place distills their own spirits. What? And they're located right down the road in Grandview, Ohio. They have great spirits, great cocktails, and fantastic food menu. Mm. It's really just a one-stop shop for happiness. Who doesn't love food? Who doesn't love happiness? Mm. Yes. Highbankco.com for more details. Proud partners of the Columbus Blue Jackets and, and yours truly, the CBJ Artillery. Hey, don't forget to check out shoptheartillery.com. Check out our new merch. Uh, BJ's are for everyone, and we put that on a shirt. That's my favorite shirt of ours, I think, actually. It's, it's a pretty, pretty good shirt. It's a good shirt. Yeah. Uh, BJ's are for everyone. Definitely, BJ season. Definitely what? gets the people talking on social media. Right. That, well, some people still don't understand that BJ's mean blue jackets. Blue jackets. But we'll, we'll teach the world. It's fine. No other meaning. But you can help us teach the world by buying our shirts on shoptheartillery.com. And our hat. and Hats, plural. Hats and <laughs> koozies. Koozie, not plural. Just one. Koozie. Koozie. Do it. <laughs> Shoptheartillery.com. Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. It's not too late to turn this off. They've got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this Just intro for them. going on little boomers welcome into the podcast scoop a poop i want to say this is episode like 148 yeah that 147 no, maybe it's 48 are you sure i think so all right well either way welcome into the podcast been a couple weeks or not a couple maybe like a week and a half we've been uh licking our wounds uh we've we've uh i've been i've been sad it's been sad season <laughs> it's been in the no longer BJ season. It's right. been sad. Season. Sad season yeah. in my household. Yeah, kind of the same boat here. I just really had no desire once they lost, especially the way they lost game four or game five, I guess. Uh, really just tragic. You know, you, there was a glimpse of hope and they pooped it away. They really did. Uh, they just couldn't keep up with, with, uh, with That's Tampa. even if you can remember what happened because I barely can at this point. I've... Let's, we'll call it. So I remember the five OT game, and that's really all I've got. Uh, I don't even really remember <laughs> that's the really win. All I've got. I really don't even remember the win. The win was a very convincing win. It was a good win. It was a good win. Yeah. What was the score again? Three to one. Was it? I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't remember. Here's the thing from the from the Tampa series. So we can't talk shit anymore because we swept them. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. But also this year the better team won. Better team did win. There's no way around it. 
the better team unfortunately did win. I hate to I hate to say it. Yeah. They were the better team last year. Well, I don't think th- I disagree they with were. you there. I on paper, yeah. Same team. On paper they were the okay. Yeah, on paper better team, but they didn't play better in the playoffs. We we deserved to win that series last year. Right, but we weren't the better team. The better team did not win. The better team won in the playoffs. We came out ready to play last year. Sure. But this not year we kind of like eh talent wise. Like not we were not the better team. Is what I'm saying. Did not have the talent. I mean, yeah, everyone ruled us out last year as, as well as That's this year. That's what I'm year. saying. And then we just like shocked the world. Yeah. Shocker, baby. We shocked them. But let's not talk about last year. Let's talk about But I want to because that's happy times. <laughs> that is happy times. <laughs> yeah, no uh sad sad series and um you know, following the Jackets game to win. We had we released that was that was our last podcast. <laughs> was that game to win? I was think. it really? Yeah. That it was. We were like we were so high on the jackets. We were, we were so like, excited. This is over. Like we took them to five overtimes and like they finally beat us in five OTs. It took them that long to beat us. Then we beat them in game two. And I think I said Coates in five at one point. You did. You did. I think I said six. Mm. And yeah, it's uh we were pretty What happened? I don't know. Seriously, I'm at like what somebody please tell us what happened. Lack of offense, lack of consistency from key guys. To me, that's probably what happened. Goaltending was not the issue. We saw that's the emergence of I think now a star in this league in Corpusalo, so to me, I think it was more so just a consistency issue from from key guys on this team that you look to rely on, and when you when you needed them, they weren't really there that often, and they didn't make themselves known offensively, and that is I think is what happened. Yeah, they just didn't play well. I mean, if we're being honest, they didn't even play well really against Toronto. I don't think compared to what they could do because we know. We know what they can do. We know the talent that, that is on that that is on that team, and I think that they played down to Toronto. Now Toronto has a lot more offensive firepower than we do, but with the cohesion and overall chemistry, I think that we have Toronto beat by a mile, and that's a that's a huge part in the NHL. Is I disagree. I think we played well against Toronto. I think that was a very wonky series because like it was win loss win loss win right. Like went to five, five games, and each game was like the opposite of the previous game. It was just a weird series. It was I think, a weird, yeah. I think for playoff hockey or or qualifying round hockey, I think the Toronto series was a well played series by the Jackets, and I think the Tampa Bay series. I mean, we got it was the first couple games were great. We played them very tight defensively. We played a, played a great series, kind of, and. I don't know. It, it's just weird because we're so defensively sound. We're so defensively. We, we have a very structured game and we play very cohesively. And at times we looked great, but we just couldn't capitalize on big moments offensively. And that's what really came to bite us. I think I think we were almost we kind of matched Tampa Bay in a, in a way. But Tampa Bay was the better team. No, no question. The, the defense. I don't know how to describe the series. Uh, the defense is good. We have a great defense, but they can only they can only hold it. They can only bend for so long. 
You know, there has to be a there has to be a response from our offense to put Tampa back on in their own defensive zone. Absolutely. And and to make them play defensively. And that never happened in that series. Yeah. I mean, we had our chances where, you know, there'd be a breakaway or a three on two and they'd usually blow it, which is what they do. But there was never any kind the power play sucked. Yes. First, I mean that that is huge. To win a cup, you have to have a good power play. Yeah. And that's just that's we, evident we, through history. Yeah. I mean, for the whole duration of the playoffs, yeah, not good. We turned it on a little bit in the Tampa Bay series, like towards the end. We were, we got a couple power plays in there, power play goals. Um, but for how much Tampa Bay goes to the box and the amount of times we didn't capitalize on that, that to me was that probably sealed our fate, honestly. Because Tampa Bay is a very undisciplined team. I mean, they're a great team, great offensively. They have some big names. But when it comes down to it, structurally, they don't play that great of a game because they go to the box all the time. And when you have that good of a team going to the box, you have to capitalize on that. And the Jaguars didn't really do that. And I think that, I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all of the series, but in the in the postseason, when you're, when you're up a man... By God, you got to take advantage. And the Jackets, that's something they really didn't do the entire series. They never did it. I don't, I mean, they did a couple times, like we said, but uh, I feel like a lot of the goals that we had in that series were lucky goals, anyways. Uh, deflections off of shoulders or, or whatever. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like they weren't, they weren't the Jackets that we knew in that series. They, they, it felt like a different, it felt like we were kind of watching a different team, in my yeah. opinion, during and that series. To go back to what you said about the lucky goals, I never want to like blame games because Tampa Bay was the better team. It, it is what it is. They won the series, they deserve to win the series. Uh, but looking back at a lot of the goals that Tampa Bay did score, it was weird deflections and just odd bounces and just. Circumstance, circumstances that really they didn't really set up a lot of things offensively to warrant those goals that went in. I mean, they won. I'll give them the credit. But, yeah, they had a lot of fluky mishap-type goals that, you know, just kind of found their way, found the way in the net. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that's hockey. You know, it, it'd be like that. And that's... We see that in all these other games as well that, that are happening still um, if you're still watching hockey, which I'm not. I actually have already canceled my YouTube TV membership again. <laughs> again. Uh, that's the only reason I needed it was just to watch hockey, Blue Jackets hockey, and whatever. I'll see my highlights on Twitter. Yeah. I tweeted out yesterday just, just laying in my bed, and I realized that I really hadn't continued to watch any playoff hockey. I mean, I barely watched anything. And... Uh, what did I tweet? I said, anybody else just stop caring about hockey once the Jackets got bounced? 54 replies, 15 retweets, 394 favors from my personal account. So you all agree. What the hell is that about? That's Everybody a lot agrees. of feedback. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I got some I got some clout on my Twitter. Not a big deal. Is that what the kids say? I'm fi on Twitter. Wow, look at you. We need our intern Cassidy in here, too. Douche. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> Help me with that. I'm window. sorry. Did somebody say something? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Uh, either way, <laughs> whatever. 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 Uh, the better team won. As much as you hate to probably hear it, 
They did. And Tampa Bay, they, I mean, hell, they cruised past Boston. And that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at that. I'm, uh, that goes to show you that the Jackets did put up somewhat of a fight. Did they not? Because I mean, I mean, if you, if you like, if you're in it for the consolation prize, I'm sure. not. I'm not sure. in it for that. I'm not in it for that. I'm just saying. Don't get me wrong. Tampa I'd Bay love to see Tampa no Bay. I've, I've always been the guy that. If we get beat in the playoffs, I'd like to see the team that we get beat by go win the championship. Which always happens if you're a Blue Jackets Usually fan. happens, right? So it's probably going to happen again. Tampa Bay is probably going to win the championship again. Not again, but for the Blue Jackets yeah. team that we played, we'll go win the championship, which is how it usually happens. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, that's that kind of gives us... But we have to stop playing the teams in the first round that always <laughs> go win the championship. We have to be that team at some point that goes and wins the championship, right? I mean, it has to happen at so some point. So what you're saying is we should play ourselves in the first Inter-squad round. Inter-squad scrimmage. Inter-squad scrimmage. And then that's right. we get to the Stanley Cup finals. That's right. Okay. That's what we have to do next year. Uh, either way. This is... Look, I, I'm i getting re-pissed again because... I am too. That's why I haven't done a podcast in a week and a half, two weeks. I've been trying to like think about look like okay we're fine like this team is okay and we're young we have a good core we have some decent veterans around us we just need to make a trade this offseason and and maybe pick up a decent free agent and we'll be fine we've been saying that for fucking 6 6 years now 5 years now and we're in the same position Every single offseason, it doesn't change. The only thing that's changed is we've we've won a series. Yeah. We've won a series. That's it. That's all we've done. That's it. 20 years. When is it going? When are we going to get over the hill? Oh, I No, I, I 100% agree with that. I mean, I'm tired of the notion that that this team has potential. It's, oh, it's that every single year. Oh, well, this team's young. They have potential. Oh, this team is built with great young talent that has potential and we hear that every single year from the management and sure it's great that we make the playoffs every year for the past four or five years that's awesome it's great that we swept tampa bay last year cool it's awesome that we beat toronto this year in the qualifying round awesome but we just can't seem to get over the hump of the first or second round and it's frustrating because we're always one of the youngest teams in the league and I feel like every single year that comes back to bite us. I do truly believe that. Absolutely the youngest team in the playoffs this year, and it's not even close. I yeah. think the average age of this team is like 25. Probably. Fact check it, but I don't know. But I would say you're pretty. You're probably pretty damn It's got to be. I mean, I, I listed off uh, – I, I put down a list of players that are 25 or younger, uh, 26 or younger, we'll say that, and is most of the team. I mean, I – you know, barring Felino, Jenner, like the guys that have been around for a while, um, we didn't really pick up any any veteran free agents this year like we have before. Yeah, most of the team Nyquist, that we kept Nyquist was Nyquist, yeah, although kind of an invisible in the playoffs. Again, yeah, I mean, absolutely the whole team. But to be fair, the entire offense was invisible in the playoffs. Dare I say one of the most visible guys this during during, during the postseason, Winberg? Yeah. Was he one of the most visible yeah. offensively I heard offensive guys out there? From from a lot of Blue Jackets personalities on Twitter, I heard a lot of good things about Winberg. You know, from all the, from a lot of the writers, um, Sabota. I know yeah. Porty was talking about him. Uh, a lot of a lot of people, Sheeg, A lot of guys were talking about. I all it took how well all Winberg it took was, was us bashing him on for I a think couple like, years. like two episodes ago. No, here's the thing, and then. 
he came out and started shooting the puck. Here's the thing about Winberg. He's consistent. He's consistently bad. But here... <laughs> so he when was, he does something good, it's... No, no, no. He okay. didn't do anything good. He was still consistent throughout these playoffs, but just the rest of the team was that bad that he looked good. I disagree with that. <laughs> I don't think the team was... Our team was that bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. You I stand mean, by that? Y'all stand by that, yeah. Okay. They were that bad that they make Winberg look good. Okay. The that's offense, a, the offense was that bad that they made Oh, the offense, yeah. That offense they made Winberg look Yeah, that yeah. they made Winberg look good. Another another guy that I wish would be consistent. And we always have high praises for him. We always talk about how he has a great shot and how he's, you know, he's he's he needs to be the leader of this team and we're just continually waiting on him to to arrive and we've kind of seen glimpses of what he can do. But Bjorkstrand, I mean, when it comes to the playoffs, it just seems like he was getting manhandled out there. He seems like he's too small of a dude. I, I don't I don't know. Like he's great offensively, but Tampa Bay just kind of had their way with him. I think he got maybe one goal in the series, but he's not a playmaker. And we have these high hopes for him that he's just going to just emerge into this amazing offensively skilled dude. Where to me, I mean in the playoffs, he just looked average. I don't know. In these playoffs, yeah. Uh, but look, I'll, I'll make we have an excuse this year. Here's the thing about it's the COVID Cup this year, right? That's what we're calling that's it. A, that's that what we're doing. There's an asterisk nest to it, so we didn't want to win it anyways. So I'm pretty sure we preached the entire like prior to the playoffs starting. We were like, it's not it, you can't call it the COVID Cup. This is no matter what you're playing. You're playing more hockey to win the Stanley Cup, so. You can't just pin it on. Yeah, oh, speak for yourself. We didn't. We didn't want to win this because it's the COVID Cup. I Look, mean, here's the hell thing. Hell no. If we get no, to the, we go no, to the Stanley Cup Finals no. and we won the Cup this year. That's a Stanley Cup, but that's COVID not a Cup. COVID Cup. We don't want to win it anyways. Kind of cheap, you know. Like okay, no bullshit. fans, no home. No. Imagine our home ice against Tampa for the second year in a row in, in Nationwide Arena. Imagine that with all those fans. That you think Tampa would have stood a chance in that arena? Absolutely not. There's no way. We we would have stolen a game from Tampa at their home at their home ice, and then they would have come back to Columbus and got and got blown out here, because that's how that to, for the second year in a row we had just swept them. They're going to come back here. Our fans would have blown them out of the entire arena. Maybe I mean, yeah. You I mean you can't take away this team. You can't take away what fans bring to the atmosphere of playoff hockey. I think it's some of the best postseason atmospheres of any sport. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, you can't take that away. But I, I still don't think that was the complete game changer of this series. We just didn't have any freaking offense. No, we absolutely. I and the fans. Okay, the <laughs> fifth line, baby. Is the fifth line? <laughs> it's the fifth line. All right, it's the fifth line for a reason because we're on the damn team. <sighs> all of us. Yeah, we all be playing hockey. But that's not the issue there. So I go to this question for you. Okay, you shave your head. And you're now Yarmo Kekalainen. <laughs> okay. You shave it, and now you have an accent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you do to make this team better for next season? Because, like, it's, like we talked about, we always have potential. We always have a good core. We have the same crop of, you know, those same core guys that we've had for the past four or five years, and and, and, and we have good moments, but we just seem to, when it comes down to it, we can't contend when it comes to that next round. So what do you do if you're Yarmo to get you over the hump next season? Uh, 
That's a tough question, huh? Toughy, yeah. So there's there's always it's it's always going to be a tough. Say. I do not envy Armo at all because there's going to be some trades he's going to have to make in the near future that is going to piss off the fan base. Uh-huh. He can't. He's not going to make anybody happy. He's not going to be able to make everybody happy. Is what I meant to say. The, Can you ever though? No, you cannot. I mean, you have to do what you think is best. We could win the Stanley Cup, and there would still be somebody disgruntled. What I would do as Yarmo is I would dump off two players. I would dump off one of our defenders and one of our goalies. Probably Savard. No. I'm d- no. Exactly. You can't make everybody Jones, happy. Jones, Wierenski, you know, Savard, Gavrikov, off limits. Right. That's an emotional way to look at it, of course, because Savard has been our rock for so long, but he's very valuable, and we need offense more than anything. Would, we were just talking about how do you get over the hump. Yeah. By getting offense. We need offense. We saw it last year with Artemi. He got us over that first series hump. Got us over the first, yeah, the first series hump. Now we need more. We need more offense. We need to keep it going. Okay, so. I think you get rid of our solid, we we have to get rid of a piece out of one of the best defenses in the entire league. Somebody who's very valuable in Savard would bring a lot back in return. He would bring a decent amount. It would have to be a package deal because he we're not going to get a an incredible forward in this league just for Savard. So it's going to have to be it's going to have to be something a, a lot more extravagant. Um, so here's where here's where I, I would say if we tossed in a Savard or we tossed in a defensive piece, would you toss in a goalie? Would you toss in Corpy or Elvis to bring in? Some significant pieces to get us over the hump, because that's been yes. that's been a very heavily rumored thing right now that Yarmo pretty much has said that's not off the table because Yarmo wants to make moves. Well, that's what Yarmo does. He does. There's a reason we've made the playoffs for four years in a row, five years in a row, four. I think four, five out of six, but four in a row. Yarmo came in in what 2012, I think. That may be wrong there. I don't know. Fact check me. Uh, Yarmo came in not that long ago, and then it, not too long after Yarmo came in, we started making the playoffs. We started getting better, better, absolutely, better because he was making moves. He was the making John the team Davidson, better. Yarmo, absolutely. So there's yeah. no coincidence. Yarmo makes moves. Yarmo makes calculated moves, and I honestly trust anything that he does now with this team at this point because of what he's done. Um, I do. I absolutely would be shocked if he does not move one of these goaltenders this offseason. I think this will be one of the busiest offseasons we'll see from the Blue Jackets. I I really do, because obviously our core isn't enough, and now we have really seen that. Like Our core group of players that have been ride or die with this team for a while, they are not enough to get us over the hump. And we, we've seen pieces come and go, the Panarins, the Duchesnes, the Dezingles, you know, whatever. We've seen these players come and go to help us, you know, provide some offense. And that still hasn't fully helped us. But the core group of guys by themselves, which is what we got this year, doesn't help us. Doesn't help us get to the point that we need to get to. Sure, it's a fantastic core. And they've been together for a while. And they know what they're doing. And they're very cohesive together. But them them alone, that's what we knew we had coming into this season. Because Panarin didn't want to be here. Duchesne didn't want to be here. And that's it is what it is. 
but we know by 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 itself these dudes cannot get to where this team needs to go. So I think this will be one of the biggest shakeups that we're going to see this offseason for the Blue Jackets. I could be completely wrong, but we no, saw we saw what You're not. Corpus Salo right now has so much value in my opinion. He does, we, but here's what here's what I think Yarmo's going to do. I mean, we saw Elvis get paid more, surprisingly. Yeah. His contract was higher than than Corpy's. It was. They're going to move Elvis to free up more space. You think it's Elvis? Oh, absolutely. I mean, why would think about it? Why would you pay that a rookie goaltender who is not proven more than the guy who's been backing up Bob and then it gets his first gets an all-star bid his first starting season? Yeah. yeah. Why would and, you move him? And two shutouts in in the postseason, which Bobrovsky never had with the Blue Jackets. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, Elvis had a stretch of very good games, but yeah. then people seem to forget towards the end he really petered out. Like he did not yeah. look good towards the end of the la- of the he regular did. season. And Still a co- young dude. I mean, absolutely, and he's going to be good on another team. I think that they're going to move Elvis, and I really, honestly believe Vevelinen, Vinny Vevelinen. He's ready. He's ready. He's I ready. Mean, he's he's. Going to be once Corpy moves on, or once whatever happens with Corpy, Vevy's going to be our next guy. Yeah, I mean we I, already have him. We and Kivlinix is even that good. Yeah, we have such a deep our, pool of yo, goaltenders. Yes. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. And Elvis has that name recognition now to where we can pull something for him. No, you're, I mean I think you're spot on. I think uh, grab me a beer too, bud. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're spot on, and I think Corpus Salo established himself as our number one guy. I really do. And I, I and I think if the option does come, I think you are correct. And I think it has I think Elvis is the guy on the move. I think there is value there. He is a great young goalie. Is Elvis our future? I mean, he, he could be, but I think what we saw in Corpus Salo, I think that's a guy you have to hang on to because you know for certain that Corpus Salo can play with the best of them. You know, the for certain that Corpusalo is a bona fide number one starter in the National Hockey League, and that's something that is hard to come by. You still don't know that about Elvis. Elvis had a great stretch midseason, yes. But like you said... Historic for a rookie. Yeah, absolutely. It was. It was an absolutely amazing stretch. It was, but there's still uncertainty there. There's still a little uncertainty with Corpy. But we see, we've seen now what Corpy can do in the postseason, and that's huge. If you add some offense around him, this team will go farther. And I think if you are to get rid of a guy, if there is a trade bait in the offseason to make this team better, I think, Cor- or I think Elvis is the guy that does leave. I, I agree with you there. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page Look on at that. that thing, at least. Can you believe that? Look at us talking like we know what we're talking about. It just No, it makes sense, though. I yeah. mean, if you really sit back and think about it... I, Look, Elvis, Elvis has the marketing power. He's got the name. He's got the looks. His enthusiasm is infectious. He's got yeah. He's got the, he's he's gonna be loyal. It seems like to whatever team he's on. You know, he's even got the cool glove know, with the strings hanging off of it. These so hoes, when he catches one. You know, these hoes ain't loyal. And if you find somebody loyal, you gotta stick with them. That's right. You know, oh. is that was that what that what did you what? I don't know. You said he's loyal, so I just said sometimes he's hoes ain't loyal. So Oh, that's what you said. Hoes ain't loyal. Yeah, what'd you think I said? Well, the reason I say that is because when Corpy played that whole entire five overtime game, you know, Elvis was <laughs> in, in good spirits afterwards tweeting with he all was. the cases of water. He's a team like, guy. I, I feel like that. And that's team something guy. that's that other teams are going to see. I yeah. think it just adds to his value. I think Yarmo 
is so smart that we don't give him enough credit, honestly. I'm not over here just trying to get on my knees for Yarmo, but just from what he's Would done. Would you, though? Probably. What okay. he's done for... <laughs> we'll, we'll move on quickly, probably. What he's the, done for this team, uh, it, he's a very smart human being. I mean, yeah. and, and I will always, always, always go back to two trades that has happened under his watch. The Seth Jones for Johansson trade... And the sod for Panarin trade. Yeah, I mean and he finessed honestly, two teams. Like those <laughs> might be some of the best trades in the entire National Hockey League ever. I mean it's unbelievable yeah. to think about those trades. Absolutely, God. Looking back, hindsight, those trades are unbelievable. Yeah, right. Jones for Johansson. Yeah. I mean you really don't hear. I mean jo- Joey is is okay in Nashville. You don't hear too much about him. He's a third line center at this yeah, point. You He's hear not, way more about Seth Jones around the entire league than you hear about Johansson. Um, I think I think Nashville, if they had to do it over, they'd probably do it over for sure. But Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. So there are there are some trade rumors out there. I mean we I mean there's no rumors surrounding Elvis or Corpy, but there has but Yarmo basically said he wouldn't rule that out trading one of these guys. Obviously, Anderson, uh, he's very high on a lot of teams' list. And I know we've talked about it before. Do we see Josh Anderson back in a Blue Jackets sweater next season, or will he be dealt? I've seen a lot of... I think Montreal is potentially interested in him with maybe a Max Domi trade. Again, all speculation, all rumors. Um, Whatever you see on Twitter, I think, is fact. So I think there's truth to rumors. And... I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on on certain players that you think could potentially come in here in the offseason, whether whether it be via trade or free agency? Are there any guys out there that you think could help improve this team? Beyond okay, like a, so offseason transactions is what we're getting into. Yeah, uh, we're so just going to get into it. I'll so start like, with Josh Anderson. I, I really... I really feel like I, <laughs> I don't know what I feel like with him. It's it's so hard to tell. He was on the postseason roster. I mean, for what reason? There's a reason for that, and I just don't know. When what, we were going to play Boston, that's why. I that. have maybe. I mean, I I it, uh, I don't know. I have that keeps me up at night. Why was Josh Anderson <laughs> on the roster for the postseason? Day to day guy, man, doesn't make any sense to me yeah. because he's. Made it clear he does not want to be on this team. I don't think he's made it clear. His agent has made it clear. I think he was disgruntled when we've talked about it before. Disgruntled with the way his injury was handled. I don't think he has any disdain towards the city or his teammates or the or or the Blue Jackets. I think I just I do think though that he will never be in a Blue Jacket sweater again. But I think we're gonna get surprised by him. He has value, man. He has value, and I think. If you worked up a trade with Anderson, maybe Elvis in there, uh, maybe a defensive piece, we could bring in some some couple pieces that could could flip the script of this team offensively. Well, here's the thing: Josh Anderson is one of those pieces that we need. Okay, I really believe that he's got the uh, speed. A healthy Josh Anderson. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I. <laughs> I hope we could trade Ryan Murray this offseason, but I don't think anybody's ever <laughs> going to want him, right? I mean, hey, he he lasted. He only he was only out one game during the postseason, I think. Dude, he is nobody wants him. Nobody or, wants that contract. I know he was like he missed practice. I don't know if he ever actually missed a game. 
I think he missed one of the Toronto games. Yeah. Unfit to play. I think Murray is a phenomenal defenseman. Yes. <laughs> when we've he's been, we've Yes, I've been here when for years. Yes, Murray yeah. is a phenomenal defenseman if he was always healthy. I've been also saying since I was started this podcast almost 100 episodes ago, trade that motherfucker. <laughs> get rid of him. You have to get it, trade you have to get trade value for him while you can before everybody realizes he's injury prone. Yeah. Now it's well, too late. I'm pretty sure everyone already knows he's no, injury prone. No, they didn't. I mean, well, he had they did one, that time. He maybe, had one injury. Yeah. One back injury and he was fine and then he kept getting injured in, anyways. Going into the Ryan Murray rabbit hole, don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a we were talking about free agents off the off the record off the air. Yeah, so like there's I mean, a couple, some of these. You were talking guys. about Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, um, is is one of the guys out there. Taylor Hall. I mean, obviously we've talked about. Now I think somebody who would be really good in a in a Union Blue sweater. Obviously, I've talked about Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, is he uh, a free agent? He's not, but there's definitely a trade that could happen there with Calgary. I feel like is they, he disgruntled in Calgary? Because I've seen his name pop up. Everywhere, not just with the Blue Jackets, but with other teams. He's not disgruntled that I know of. He may be. I mean, I don't really know their... their, uh, I've just seen his name pop up a lot. So I was just curious if there was something It's because he's trade bait. I mean, he's on the block for them. He's somebody like... I don't know. He's somebody that... The the Flames have enough offense right now to where they can get rid of him and bring in better better defensive pieces, uh, which is what Calgary needs. Uh, but then you're looking at guys like Mikel Granlin, um, Michael Granlin from uh, Nashville, who's a phenomenal center, small guy, a lot of skill. Uh, somebody like that. I mean, he's a UFA. Um, I mean, he's more of he's probably like a six million dollar guy. Uh, but we have that space. We need a guy like that. Like you said, Nugent Hopkins. Um, I could see a trade for Johnny Gaudreau, like we talked about. But it. There's a lot of players out there that I think it'll be considering the fact we have to sign a couple players, Gavrikov as well as PLD. Yeah. That's that's gonna be probably a significant amount of of cap space. I mean, I'm not saying anything crazy, but I think is P- Gavi a, I thought this is his first year. Is he on contract here? I think he's a UFA. I would double check. I don't maybe. think he's a UFA. Um, I mean, not yeah. I mean, I meant RFA. Sorry. I, I yeah. Um, but I, I think PLD is probably going to get somewhere from four, four to five and a half million. That's what I would suspect. I mean, I'm not an expert at these contract things, but I think he might get a decent contract. Who, Gavi? Uh, no, PLD. PLD. Yeah. I would uh, say I think around, PLD is going to make. Uh, I would say around the four to five and a half mil. Maybe that might be a little more than it probably will be. Here's the thing: I I don't know. I I think PLD we're gonna have to pay him six five six seven million dollars. I don't know. He's no, not he, yet. The type of no, not I don't know what. That if anything, means. it'll be like a bridge deal, like we gave Andy. Uh, it does that nothing to do with age. I mean, Connor McDavid. Look at him. Anyways, it's it's uh, he's he's such a high sought out kind of player in the league, a, a, high, a tall power forward that has a decent amount of skill. Um, not a lot of, I mean, he's a true center too. Not a lot of teams have that. They're looking yeah. for that. 
and he's not going. We're looking get at Winberg making five million dollars a year. Yeah, well, Do you really think PLD is going <laughs> to sit there and make four and a half million? That's also a good point too. <laughs> why did we There's sign? N- why did we sign Winberg to that awful contract? That's such, a, such an awful contract. Speaking but, of how great Yarmo is, but my God, what the <laughs> hell was he thinking there? Such a bad, bad contract. Uh, I so I say all I say all of that in terms of like signing and, and cap space and stuff to say this. I think. The, the significant deals that's going to happen throughout this offseason, I don't know if I see it via free agency. I think I see it via trade. Trade, yeah. That's what I see. And I don't know who the hell Yarmo has in mind. Um, I've seen Max Domi linked to potential trade rumors. I know he also is a free Domi's agent. Domi's an RFA, yeah. I know he's also a free agent as well. Um, he's not the, the savior to this team to provide offense, but I think he's a guy that can get you 15 to 25 in a season maybe. In terms of goals, um, do you think it was? Do you think I was? I thought you meant points. I was like, "Well, that's pretty <laughs> shitty." No, I mean, I that's not great. <laughs> talking about no goals. Um, I know Arizona's going hard. They're going all in on Taylor Hall. They're trying to get him to uh, to resign there. So I I could probably see Taylor Hall just saying, "Screw it! I'll just I'm just gonna remain here." Because Arizona has a pretty good young team. I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be dumb for Taylor Hall to stay there. Um, I would love to see him join the Blue Jackets. I know people still Taylor Hall's older than we all think he is. He really he's like twenty eight, yeah. which is that's kind of prime NHL. It is, and he does not. I feel like he's the kind of guy who's got enough criticism in his career to where he wants to go win a championship to shut everybody up. I really believe that, and it, he cannot sit in Arizona for five years and wait for them to be good again because he'll be out of his prime. I yeah. think he's going to go to a team. I could honestly see him signing with the Rangers. Yeah. I really, really, really could see him signing with the Rangers. If not, I, that I would mean, give the Rangers a hell of a couple couple top lines there. Can you even be- Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> even imagine. Um, I love the idea of Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I do like that. I mean, I know, I know I'm looking at the kind of the bigger names, but um, I think he's a hell of a player that could also change the dynamic offensively of this team. I think what we need, we, we don't need one guy. In my opinion, we need like two dudes, not on the Panarin level, because we'll never find a guy on the Panarin level. That just, it, it won't, we gotta, they, get, they we gotta get past Panarin. Man. I know we do. It's hard to, it's, 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 it's just, <laughs> I can't I still believe have, we had him. It's right? just a bad, <laughs> bad breakup. And I just, it's, I don't know, but I think if we could find two guys, two 20 goal scorers a year, I think that could really shake up the the, the dy- dynamic of his team, and I think we're, I think Yarmo is going to pull some trades. I don't know if I see it happening completely in free agency, but I think uh, I think Yarmo's it's going to be a big shakeup. I think I think management is tired of always having the potential label across this team, and I think it's time that we actually pull the trig on some significant. Trades that will better this team. Yarmo usually plays it kind of cautious a little bit, but I think this is a year he shakes it up. I really do. <laughs> what? Cautious? He's pretty do cautious. When, do you remember like the Duchesne to Zingle trade? I mean, I mean, there, no, he's not cautious by any means. I don't know. In he's the off, not. In the off seasons, he is when he's going like. Are all in we brought here? Ian Cole and Thomas Vanek in one year just to try to make a playoff push. Yeah. So the, the I'm talking about off season though. Like 
When it comes down to the trade deadline, yeah, Yarmo has pulled the trigger on some pretty significant trades. But in Just the say the whole word, please. Huh? Just say the whole word. What? Trigger. Just say trigger. What did I say? Trig. You've said it three times now. Pull the trig. Trigger. Just it's like it. when you're drunk and you got to throw up. You pull the trig. You don't pull the trigger. You got to pull trig, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Either way. All I'm saying is I think he's in the offseason. Yarmo, I feel like historically has played it pretty cautious. I think this offseason, since obviously we didn't make really any huge moves towards the trade deadline because everyone counted us out. I think uh, just just keep your eyes peeled. That's all I'm saying. You know who's an interesting UFA this year? Who's got a lot of skill, undersized, but has a lot of skill, uh, similar to Atkinson, uh, is Connor Sheary from Pittsburgh. Okay. UFA. Uh, he's like 5'8", about 185, 190. Pretty, you know, stocky for his, for his size, but a lot of skill. What do you mean I, stocky for his size? That's he's pretty much our size. But he's he's, he's sh- probably built though. We're a little stocky. I mean, we're stocky and flabby. Little, little fat. <laughs> we're not like, oh my god, you're fat. We're just we got the dad bods. Dad bods are hot. I hear. That's what I hear all the time. I'm like, hell yeah. Maybe it, I just keep telling myself that. Maybe I've been getting drunker as this podcast goes along. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. You finished your beer in about two, your first one in about one point three seconds. I haven't had it, an and you asked me for another beer, and we opened up our beers at the same time. And I had yet, even, I don't even think I took two sips. I haven't had Elvis juice in a minute, and this is delicious. It is delicious. I, what were we talking about? Connor Sheary, Dad Bods, Dad Bods. <laughs> They're in right now. Dad Bods are great. Because I have one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever's Whatever you got, man. You know, you just got to work it. Uh, let's just stop talking about free agents. How about that? Yeah, because we really don't know what the f- <laughs> what we're talking about when it comes to free agents. We, we're not Yarma. We don't know what the hell's in now, I can tell Now, I can tell you honestly that I could see Savard getting dealt, and I could honestly see one of our goaltenders, probably Elvis getting dealt for either picks to supplement what we lost for the Duchesne trade. Um, I mean, everybody, what was, what God, what was the guy's name from Boston or from? Yeah. Was it Boston? The defender. The what? hell are you talking about? I don't know what the hell you're the, talking the about. The picks we gave away for a defender last year, that got hurt in like a second game that he played for us. Oh, what's his what's That's, his I don't name? even remember his name anymore. That's the thing. I don't Hold on, wait a second. We we cannot continue without Googling. We cannot continue. We have oh to. my god. No, you can't Google. Not not allowed to Google. No Googling. He got hurt. He got like CTE or something. Dude, got, I don't remember his name. Hold we on. gave up picks for that guy. I know. He didn't come from Boston. He He uh, played in Boston previously. That's he came what it from was. I think New York. Dude, I don't <laughs> McQuaid. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, McQuaid. Without even Googling. Jeez, <laughs> man, that guy, huh? We gave up picks for that guy. <laughs> Can did. you believe that? We played two games. Jesus. Oh, man. Why? Defensive depth, bro. Oh, my or God. Or not defensive depth, but like just like playoff depth. We No, we needed a goon, and then he like ran his fucking head <laughs> into the wall his second game and killed himself. What yeah. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yarmo's not gonna trade for for picks. If if we were desperate and we were a team in the middle of a rebuild, yes, I think we have enough talent in our system. We we've seen the talent uh-huh. in our system this uh-huh. year. 
This uh-huh. year alone, look. How what, long have we been saying that? Uh-huh. No, I'm just saying, look what this team did with with what happened in terms of injuries this year and how far we got without a lot of core guys. I'm saying this this team has talent. They have very young, skilled guys. Maybe it all doesn't fit well with this organization, and we can piece together some trades mixed in with some, you know, mixed in with an Elvis or whatever you're saying with Savard. I don't want to. I don't want to see Savard go anywhere. I don't either, but I think it might happen. Yeah. I really do. We'll see. I don't count it out, little boomers. <laughs> I won't count. You heard it, out. it here first. David Savard <laughs> might get dealt, and little boomers <laughs> moving to whatever city. Yeah, little he's boomers getting dealt to. Gone. He is later, gone. bro. Uh, long story short, the <laughs> this thirty-minute segment that we just did on free agency, or however long it's been, all I'm saying is I think. Just in my opinion, expect a shakeup this offseason. And some of y'all ain't going to like it. What? Watch. Nothing's going to happen. Oh, there's. It's going. It I know, to. but watch. No, it no, has not. to. We can only rely so much on our on the on the youth and 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 I don't know. But our youth is only getting older. They are, but is isn't the answer. So what apparently. if? What if? Like, we just stopped making, you know, stopped bringing up young guys and just kept the team we have now for a couple years. And then, you know, like Texier and and Robinson and guys like that. And then they were just, like, super fucking good next year. I would love to see that. These are the, the guys you just mentioned. Great, 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 great players. Bemstrom, you, you love to see it. Bemstrom kind of Bemstrom sucked. Was terrible, terrible. in the postseason. Oh my god, awful. The fact when, when we swapped him out with Derby, thank God he Stenland. was bad. Stenland was good. I hope Stenland came in. Is Gerby and actually still played on contract? Well. I, I hope know. so. I love Gerby. He's like thirty-two, but good for him, man. What a dude. Beautiful family. I'm just saying, with like the guys you just mentioned, like Texier, Bemstrom, Robinson. Yeah, I mean they're they're good. they're great hockey players. They provide a lot of speed, energy because they're young. But damn, that's part of the issues with our team offensively. They can't set anything up. They just they know how to skate fast and play great defense, even though they're offensive players. But when it comes to actually manufacturing some offense, that's all they they couldn't do it. That's so that's uh, that's where my struggle with this team is. That's why Seth Jones and Zach Warinsky are so important to this team because <laughs> they score the goals. No, it's because they set up the offense. They yeah. they're the quarterback. They're the guy. That's why I feel like they should never be on the same line. In my opinion, they should be staggered because they are both so well, so good at at setting up an offense in the zone, bringing the puck into the point, and actually establishing an offense in in the in the zone that. If if those if either one of those two went missing, we I mean th- this whole team would just be lost. We saw it when Seth Jones broke his ankle. I know. We've I mean, about it's that. they're they're the quarterback. That's that's the thing about this team is that the defense is the best off. Our defense is our best offense. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw this out here, and people might hate me for it, and that's fine. People already hate you. That's true. I hate you. I know. It's just to me, like I want to bring in some some. Older pieces. When I say old, I mean like 
some peop- experienced players. About our age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally our age. You know, <laughs> mid or late 20s, early 30s, whatever. Uh, I want to bring in experienced players that have done it before and, and, and kind of know what they're doing and bring a higher offensively skilled presence to our team because I don't see that in a lot of our veteran guys. Is that bad to say? Boone Jenner, great player all over the ice. No, it's not. You're just speaking truth. I mean, yeah, I, like for example, Boone Jenner made himself so noticeable in the postseason. He played a great game. Doesn't have the offensive ability to to set up plays and score at will. And Nick Foligno, I love him to death. An amazing captain. And he's he plays a great physical game. And you can't you can't I mean his his I don't know. He brings a great presence on the ice, but when it comes down to offensively skilled players, doesn't really have a lot, in my opinion. He shows flashes. He shows flashes. No, he, he does. He has the skill. It's just but he doesn't have the skill compared to the teams that we're seeing advance round after round. We get, he has this, enough skill to get us to the playoffs, but in my opinion, are some of our veteran guys are just average. They're mediocre offensively. But when you put them all together with this team, we play good hockey, but when it comes down to doing anything offensively, nothing's there. Year after year. No, you're right. I mean, no, the, the most offense we've seen from this team was last year. And we keep talking about last year, but that was the best year that we've ever had as Why a was Blue that? Jackets fan base because we had offense. The core of what we have. Can you imagine Panarin on this team right now? It'd be fantastic. We're just going to keep talking about it until we're good again, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying the, the, the core group of guys we have play great as a team, as a, as a, as a unit. But when it comes down to it, a lot of them are just mediocre offensively. It is what it is. They and, are. And that's where I struggle with as a fan. And that's where I think Yarmo, I think I feel like Yarmo sees that. That's I think what's so frustrating though is we have guys like Bjorkstrand who we know God he has I've we, he has one of the best shots in the league when he wants to turn it on. He really does. We have guys like Foodie. We have guys like Felino. I mean, Felino shows the flashes where he's just insane offensively. And I think that's where Tortorella gets so frustrated. We have guys and like I, PLD. And I think that's why we see these 25-second pressers from Tortorella where, yeah, this, the questions are stupid, but at the same time, I think it's a matter of we have our players are just so inconsistent every single night. And it just makes you wonder, like, are they really... Maybe the problem is they're really all not that great. Is that a bold take? Makes me sad. Like, it's... They're good. And I keep harping on it. I keep going back to it because I don't want to shit on this team because we do make the playoffs quite often. But either we're just so young, we haven't got over the hump completely, and we're going to be set up for years to come because these players are going to develop and be great for years to come, or we just have a bunch of mediocre players that have bought into Tortorella's system to where we're a good team, 
and that's about it. Oh, why? Is that bad? Why did you just throw that on me? No, I mean, you might be right. No, that's not true. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not true. It's not. No, we just, no. It. No, we have a good team. We have a good team. <laughs> we do. We. I'm telling you, we have a good team. We do have a good team. It's No, not just because of torts and not just because, of, no, we have talent on this team. For sure we do. Well, shut up. Shut up for a second. All right, you're. You we can have talk. talent. Talk. On this team, it's just going to take more. It takes. It takes everything to go right to advance in the playoffs to win a cup. Everything. Everything has to go right. And for the last forty years, something has gone wrong. In 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 one step of the process, <laughs> we just haven't gotten. Sometimes it takes luck next to skill. We haven't gotten the luck next to our... We were just talking about Tampa Bay got lucky goals to beat us sometimes. I mean, we the deflections... I mean, Kucherov had a couple goals where luck it went off like where skill, three guys. Luck is where skill meets preparations, Kyle. Okay, I'm going home. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It, it's, it, it's a hot take. I, I was just saying, like, I think... It's been the same story for the past four years, and that's just where I get, I really start to take a step back, and I think about it. Well, maybe this team just, the the system that Tortorella coaches works for this core group of dudes, but it doesn't, it doesn't help us in the long run because we don't have these experienced, knowledgeable players. We just have a bunch of young dudes skating out there just trying to de- to defend, and then when it comes down to when it matters, it's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bunch of psychobabble and I'm starting to get drunk. I don't know. I don't think that is, is true at all, what you just said. Can we get social? Okay, sure. Are we, is it time to get social? Yeah, no, we've been around for an hour. We're getting social. Wow, I'm getting... We're getting social, and we're also getting drunk. Getting drunk. Uh, so we've been off for a week or so, according to our tweet, which was a week ago. So it's been two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted that on, like, Monday. Okay, fair enough. Whatever. Uh, so first one here, I'm just going to read all of them. I mean, there was, like, 12 of them. I might not read all of them. From Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Gent, front of the pod. What is this year's conspiracy theory theme? <laughs> uh, cons- conspiracies. I'm getting a call from Las Vegas right now. Interesting. You should hang up. But I used to live there. It's probably a scam, Kyle. Uh, no, so if you're new to the podcast, last year we did a summer conspiracy series, series, series. And we did Bigfoot. Uh, we did New World Order. We did aliens, uh, aliens, which they do exist. So does Bigfoot. Maybe Bigfoot's an alien. Uh, I don't know. This year we'll uh, we'll definitely come up with something. We have, I was, I would say we have plenty of time, and it's almost summer. But I'm pretty sure we're in summer. So summer's almost over. <laughs> yeah. When does the hockey season start? <laughs> December. December. Yeah, we have two and like a half months. A month and a half. That's that map is wrong. No, not from now, but from when this hockey season ends. <laughs> oh, when the hockey season ends. We have like a month and a, two months. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. We'll be right back at it. Wow. 
Wow. I'm not ready for this. I don't uh, get paid enough for this shit. I don't know. We'll definitely do a couple conspiracy episodes, but we got to figure out what that is. Maybe. if Maybe we just won't do another podcast until we start playing hockey again. No, that's stupid. Well. You know how many tweets we got saying, where's your episodes at? Uh, whatever. Next <laughs> question from Justin Markley at Lil Boomer, J-U-T, friend of the pod. Your favorites to win the cup, if you still care at this point. I no longer care. My favorite to win the cup is your mom. I'm going to go with uh, the Kraken. I think they have a really good team. I think they'll get it done. Probably Tampa, though. It might be Tampa. Let's, I mean, if we go back to what we talked about, the cup starts in Columbus, baby. It's either going to be Tampa or who's playing Philly right now? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> New York Islanders. That's that's it, who I, I can see a trots getting there again. I don't have a favorite. I really don't. I don't care. Is it, Vegas is doing crazy shit too again? <sighs> yeah, screw those guys. God, I hate Vegas. Um. Okay, this is a good one from Anderson's Artillery at CBJ thirty four and Anderson. Uh, is there any hope that Anderson comes back? <laughs> <laughs> I would say you might want to go ahead and think of new Twitter handles. Maybe, maybe, or maybe Anderson's artillery will just go to the next team he's on. Maybe and that could be happen a fan too. Account for them, that's you know, I was never a fan of just players. You know, how people like wear jerseys from other team because they like the player. I was never that guy. If you weren't on my team, fuck you. Okay, that's fair. That's maybe, how I maybe was. The, maybe Anderson's artillery is the same way. I think he should be that way. Or she. I don't know who Or she. That. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, that's... It's, I would think of new creative girl. things for your Twitter handle, because you probably have, you might have a decent following. I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't think he would be coming back. Yeah, they've got like 1,200 followers. Yeah, so it's a good following. So, you know, just think of some ideas. Change it up because he probably won't be back. But I also could be wrong. I've been known to be wrong. All right. Next question from Jeb at Jeb underscore Reichert. Reichert? Reichert? Find the right car at Reichert. We're dealing. Yeah. No, it's spelled differently. Not the same. That's disappointing, Jeb. Uh, would you have an, a- he asks, would you have an aneurysm if we traded David, Sur- huh? You think Jeb is Amish? That sounds pretty Is it Amish. short for Jebediah? Let me look at his, oh. Does he have a beard with no mustache? Jeb is <laughs> cleanly shaved. Oh, well, and not. he has a bird on his head. Oh. In this picture, look at it. It's a little birdie on his head. <laughs> I don't think he's Amish. <laughs> Jeb, nice. that's a dope ass bird on your head, bro. That's a nice bird. And he's got a, he's got one of those little Puffer bros. <laughs> he his, really likes birds. He likes birds. <laughs> what up, Jeb? <laughs> Jeb asks, would you have an aneurysm if we traded David Savard? Yes. <laughs> I am on the side that we're not trading him. Kyle, that's a whole other story. I No, 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 no. I don't want to trade him. I'm saying it makes financial and... Financial? My bull... Who cares about financial? We'll figure that out. If, if Toronto... That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> How does Toronto have so many stars then? I'm so confused. No, they have like four and they suck. They lost to us. That's true. That's also valid. All I'm saying is I feel like money will figure itself out. My mom always told me. It makes sense to get rid of Savard because we have so much defensive depth and 
we could get good value for him. What did your mom always tell you? It's just money. You make more. So if I'm the Blue Jackets, we'll make more. We'll pay you. There might be a cap, but we'll figure it out. That's a good way to look at it there, bud. We'll figure it out. Okay? Thanks for your question, Jeb. Thank you, Jebediah. Appreciate it. Next question from Lauren D. At Brown-Eyed Lauren. What are y'all's hot takes on what happens with Elvis Corpy and Josh Anderson. Well, we already kind of talked about it. I, I know, but what's your hot take? Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, hot take is, I agree with you, Elvis gets traded. Uh, I just I just don't see how you can put at all trade Corpy. Corpy established himself as a true number one goaltender in this National Hockey League, and those are hard to come by. I think Elvis has a lot of trade value, a lot of potential. Or young guy, rookie. Some teams are gonna want they want they need they need a goaltender. I think we will get pieces with a trade with Elvis. And I think Anderson don't know what's gonna happen there, but I don't foresee him being a blue jacket any longer. Okay, good hot take. Corpy, number one, stays with blue jackets. Look, that's all these questions are really the same. All about You didn't give me your hot take. My hot take is Corpy Corpy stays and he's going to win three Vesnas, <laughs> and Elvis gets traded, and he'll win two Vesnas. Oh, wow. And Josh Anderson is going to win a cup in Boston. <laughs> okay. This, I mean, every time we do trade a significant uh, – anytime we trade a decent player away, they usually do go to a cup contender. That's right. Yeah. Except for Sam Gagne. He plays for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> well – was that a trade? Was that a trade, or was that just like a, we didn't? I don't know. Him? I just saw him pop up on Detroit's <laughs> roster. I'm like, wow, that really sucks that you ended up. And also, there, you'd love Let's... to see it, Jack Johnson. Mm, Jack Johnson plays for old Pittsburgh, and uh, they yeah, he, uh, Pittsburgh hates that guy. Yes. They, <laughs> they <laughs> so do. much fun to listen to. I do love that when they when they got him when they signed him. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, this is so great. We got Jack Johnson, and all the Blue Jackets fans are just like, yeah. You know that Leonardo DiCaprio? No, no, no. Not all the Blue Jackets fans. Most of the Blue Jackets fans were like, oh, we lost Jack Johnson. Yeah, because they didn't realize that he sucks. And he's a piece of shit. (laughs) Yes. But it's like, it was like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Have you seen that one now where he's like, has that the Django Unchained meme? Yeah, yeah. Or he has that weird that that like that laughing look. Yes, that's what that's all the rational Blue Jackets fans. That's <laughs> the look they had when Jack Johnson signed that five year deal. In look, the Pittsburgh. rational Blue Jackets fans were booing him when they played his tribute video <laughs> yeah. in in Nationwide Arena, and all the ones who had no idea what they were looking at were giving me dirty looks. Winning, <laughs> winning, while I was booing him. Winning culture. You love to see it. Fuck Jack Johnson. All right. I think we'll end it there. That's a good idea. I'm down with that. We've been talking for an hour. Have we? Yeah. I don't remember what we actually talked about. Hockey. I think so. You're definitely getting a little buzzed. Mm-hmm. Um, you've only had, what, three? Three. That's not that many. Okay. <laughs> Have you eat, Did you eat dinner? No. That's why. That's fine. That's your problem. Hello. Hello. Um, We're done here. I have to be in the air. I have to be at the airport in like an hour. I have to be in the airport. 
<laughs> you, you do. Bomb. <laughs> you should. Are you meeting your friend Jack at the airport? Uh, Jack Johnson? No, no. If you go in the airport and you're meeting your friend Jack, just don't say hi to him because bad things. Hi, Jack? Yeah, don't say that. Oh. <laughs> hi, Jack. All right. That was our, cor- our corny dad joke of the podcast. That was terrible. Okay, we're done. Goodbye. Uh, hey, if you notice, Warren's not here. He apparently he has COVID. What? He has COVID for the twentieth time, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know where he's at. <laughs> what? You got nothing? I got nothing for that, man. Okay. Just, what? I don't know. I think he's dead. Warren wasn't here the whole time. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't notice either. Oh man. R.I.P. in peace, Warren. I love, love you. you. We love you. Um. Okay. Goodbye. I don't have anything else to tell you. That's all you got. Source.